The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, in France, a ban on short-haul domestic flights has come into effect in a bid to curb carbon emissions. The new rule means that flights between cities where the same journey can be made by train within two and a half hours are prohibited. So those are the rules. Liam Sinclair, on Rower the Gloss Councillor for Talat Central, is with me. Liam, you're welcome to the show. Um, do you think that we should do likewise, that we should ban short-haul flights? Uh, hi, Kieran. Yeah, thanks. Good to be here. Uh, I, I do think we should uh, be doing the same. Now, it's a, it's a small amount of flights at the moment, Kerry being the only active one. And um, But there are airports, there are Dublin airports and there's regional airports that could be connected and we should be putting a rule in place to ensure that this doesn't happen. Uh, aviation is a massive polluter and it's, a, it's, it's an, an easy win when we're trying to be climate positive. So no expansion of the short haul offerings and what is there at the moment, Dublin to Kerry, get rid of that because there's a train, is it? Yeah. And now the rule in France is two hours, but unfortunately uh, we don't have as good a train system as them, so we'd have to change the rule. Um, like uh, Kerry is 294 kilometres away, uh, it takes three and a half hours on the train. But if you if you look at France, uh, Paris is 466 kilometres away from Lyon. Uh, and it's two hours on the train. So you, you would have to change what the measure is. You'd, you'd have to be looking at Ireland as a country in kilometre size and going, there's absolutely mm. no need for internal flights in here. We need to get investing in, in our rail and we need to upgrade that to a modern standard. Alan Farrell, the Fine TD for Fingal, is with me as well. Alan, you're welcome uh, to studio. Uh, do you think we should get rid of that flight, ban that flight, and any expansion of the short haul option? Well, I don't necessarily disagree with the idea of ensuring that no further um, routes are put in. Um, that that would probably be the first thing I would say. I mean, in relation to Kerry, Farron 4, um, it's three hours and 19 minutes on the express train um, and it's around three and a half hours, as has been said, on the train. Um, Donegal doesn't have a railway line um, and both um, airports only have two flights per day. Um, and just to put that into context, when we're comparing with our French counterparts who've taken a step that I agree with. Uh, I agree with it broadly on the basis that they have high speed railway um, and that their two and a half hour rule can be met from Paris uh, to Nantes to Lyon and Bordeaux. Um, But just to put it in context for our two flights uh, each day, they have four flights daily to Nantes, uh, uh, four flights daily to Lyon and 12 flights a week to Bordeaux from Paris airports. Mm. So we're not really comparing like with like. Uh, Liam, it would have a fairly negligible impact then on, on carbon emissions. Is it is it more symbolic then for you? No, it's one of many, many things that we have to be doing. Like, I'm not saying we do this and that's it, climate victory, like we're all, mm. we're all in a good place. It's just one, one of many, many things that we need to be doing um, to ensure that we head off the worst of of. The, the climate emergency, like we're, we're at a mitigation process at the moment. Like don't don't think that we can stop the impacts of climate change. We are living the impacts of climate change at the moment with severe weather and so on. So it's not, it's, it's not, yeah. this isn't the start and end of this conversation. This is one small part. So what, what, what else could we and should we do in the aviation space? Well, in the aviation space, um, we should be looking at France and we should be going, well, we have a united Europe, we have the EU, and if we are united and we do want to be climate positive, then this should be rolled out across uh, the EU. And that's where that's where Ireland would be caught up in that and bigger co- countries that would have bigger populations and bigger um, 
and more flights. So it should be rolled out all the way across the EU. Um, I've spoken to you about this before, but private jets should be gone. Um, they, uh, maybe the top 1% of people um, in the world have access to them, and they're a huge polluter. Uh, and we need to put an absolute stop. The amount of planes that are in, in the air at the moment, um, that, that should be it. We shouldn't be rolling out any new routes, any extra planes going into the air. The amount we have at the moment is too much and should be considered an absolute ceiling. So aviation uh, basically needs to be looked at as what it is, a luxury and something that should only be used when it absolutely has to be. Alan, I suspect you'd, you'd agree with Liam. If you if you agree with the French context, you'd agree with his argument that on a European basis, you know, where there is the train option, two and a half hours, why not where roll it out? Where the infrastructure is there, I completely agree, Kieran. And I'll say, and I'll tell you why. If you consider short haul, um, you don't need to arrive three hours before or even two hours before. Ninety minutes will do it. In some cases, an hour if it's a quiet mm. regional airport. So you've an you've an hour um, on the ground. You've up to an hour on the air and taxiing. So that's two hours. So two and a half hours is a pretty reasonable target for, um, you know, modern democracy like France and others. In the case of Ireland, however, our rail infrastructure, uh, with the exception of the Northern Commuter Line up to Belfast, just isn't there. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that there aren't plans, because there are. There are very clear plans set out by the Department of Transport. And to be fair to Minister Ryan, he has done a very significant amount in terms of the railway carriage procurement yeah. order for about 900 trains. Um, and it's gone through public uh, procurement, which means it won't need to go through procurement again, which means it's a rolling 10-year yeah. option for, for the Irish state to purchase hundreds of carriages and roll them out across the state. And as we know, in terms of electrification, that is the next step in the capital plan for Irish Rail right across the network. Uh, We're starting with the uh, Kildare Lines, Maynooth and uh, Kilcock and we're hoping that in due course that will go to the Liam's other suggestion was that we cap the number of planes that are in the air at the moment and that we have no new routes coming out of Ireland. Now, I know that kind of flies in the face of something Ryanair are calling for a new terminal, Terminal 3 at Dublin Airport. Mm, I don't agree with that. I don't think it's necessary. Do you agree with Liam that we should cap the amount of routes I, and flights coming I in think, and out of the country now? I think that if we, if we were a country in mainland Europe, uh, Belgium or so, um, we could absolutely have that conversation. But we're an island nation. We're not there yet. I would much much rather see us put our um, our... Uh, uh, Department of Finance in terms of taxation and research and development supports for companies to come here and do uh, very significant research on um, decarbonising the aviation sector. Uh, I would much rather encourage those companies to come here because we want them to come here so that we can support them with one of the highest educated workforces in the country, 2.6 million Mm. people at work, the highest number ever. Um, uh, as of the as from the CSO in the last few days, I think those um, uh, factors play would play a very significant yeah. role at encouraging companies to come here. I do want to decarbonise the aviation sector, and in time, uh, particularly but technology. You think particularly post twenty thirty? No, I don't believe technology will get us there. But I think we should try. Okay, uh, I think we should try absolutely everything to decarbonise our society. But um, I think post twenty thirty, that is when I believe we should start looking. Um, at curtailment in in aviation um, in terms of capping numbers, as the councillor suggested, which I wouldn't have a difficulty with, but not now, uh, not yet um, in this specific instance. Okay. Liam, not yet. Well, this is this is always the conversation, in particular with Alan and, and his Sinegal colleagues. They all say that um, we absolutely have to do something about uh, carbon emissions and climate change, but never anything that's in front of them right now. And like, it's like, it, it, it always 
ends up on that conversation about hypothetical technologies that don't exist all the while our carbon emissions go up and like Alan is talking about what's being done with the, the system at the moment but this is this is not a new conversation like I'm I was born in 1985 and I'm aware of this conversation about climate change since the, the early 90s mm. so this is not a new conversation so I'm sure Alan will join me at being furious at whoever's been in government for the last decade and a half and can I ask sorry to, to, to cut across you Liam I mean you're right I mean it isn't a new conversation and everybody will be aware to it of varying degrees uh, passenger numbers to Dublin Airport are back up at what they were pre-pandemic levels, but business travel is only up to about fifty percent of where it was pre-pandemic levels, which is a suggestion. Well, it's not a suggestion; it means that it's holiday makers. Actually, it's just Irish people going abroad for trips. Maybe they're visiting family they didn't see during COVID. Uh, maybe uh, it's for other reasons, but mostly it's for holidays. I mean, it would suggest that despite people's awareness of the problems, like yourself. I mean, there there is a cultural tide that you're swimming against, isn't there? There is, and this is this is what um, we're all going to have to acknowledge at some point. Is that in order to like, if we call something an emergency, we have to act like it's an emergency, and we have to change the way we do things. And look, I, I've been on a plane more than once myself. I'm aware that I'm, I'm one of the seven billion hypocrites in this world. I'm, I'm aware of the problems at the cost. It's been it's been many years, but um, I probably will be again. But the numbers have to stop going up. And if it is holiday makers, what the state should be doing to support them is making Ireland a good place to holiday in. And that, that, that again, means good infrastructure. And it also, if, we, if people really want to go abroad, in particular people who have family abroad, we need to start investing in um, our ferry ports. We need to be getting mm. trams or trails to go out to the ferry ports. We need buses to be synced up with ferry timetables. Like no, None of these things exist at the moment. Like okay. It's an absolute nightmare well, to travel by, by ferry I to just, Europe. I just want to go back to uh, Alan before we wrap things up. I mean, you're the party of St. Augustine, is it? Lord, make me chaste, but not yet. No, I, actually, I reject the, the, the remarks that were made uh, on the basis that Fine Gael were in government, in a minority government at that, were the first ones to come up with a climate action plan in 2019 under the former Minister Richard Bruton, um, which has now been added to by the existing government. Um, and something I'm very proud of because I contributed quite a lot to it along with my uh, Oireachtas Committee colleagues who spent uh, dozens and dozens of hours working uh, on the pre-legislative work uh, to get that into place in 2020. So, I, I mean, I, I reject that outright. Uh, there have been a huge number of changes made um, in the last number of years in terms of our climate ambitions, particularly in the last three. Um, we are um, not at the beginning of a process. We're in the middle of a process. Um, whether we will be uh, successful or not comes down to the ambition, not just of government, but of the okay. Irish people themselves. But one of the final remarks that I would make is I went to COP26 in Glasgow a couple of years ago with the committee. Um, We went by ferry and by train. Um, And I know for a fact that uh, we saved 70% of carbon had we flown um, as a collective. uh, I think there were five of us on the the train. Um, And that is in my mind in terms of what we do next in terms of aviation. Um, uh, Whether it conforms to government policy or not is not really my concern. My personal ambition is that we uh, uh, graduate into a world where uh, flights are um, are rare and the ones that are are carbon neutral or at least um, uh, we we try to aspire to that. I do think yeah. there's technology there. I've spoken with um, aircraft engine manufacturers with Airbus and with Boeing over the mm. last three years and I would say they have done extraordinary, uh, taken extraordinary steps rather. 
but they are not incentivised to do so okay. and we need to ensure ah. that the United States and France and other countries incentivise them to, to TD for Dublin Fingal Liam Sinclair and Rarith the Gloss Councillor uh, Tata Central gentlemen thank you both very much uh, for joining why is it when rain and train and railway are discussed the government ministers do not focus on Donegal not having a railway system well with respect I suspect that text sent in uh, before Alan did mention uh, connectivity to Donegal 87 106 somebody else pointing out it's usually over four hours to get by train from Dublin to Kerry don't believe what Irish Rail are telling you The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.